Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about why I think Infusion as it stands right now may hurt New Light if Bungie doesn't make significant changes to how it works and how much it costs. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now on Twitch. I uh, click the link below. These usually hit the feeds when I'm live. So come in and hang out with us and join in the discussion. This one's probably going to get spicy. We had a lot of disagreement about this one uh, because I am generally making this video and taking this position because I have been been one of the people since the very beginning of Forsaken that has been really harping on infusion and infusion costs. I was every season bringing it up. The community was bringing it up every season. I've been very, very harp heavy on this. I've been big on harping on infusion costs and it's been frustrating. The community has generally not appreciated infusion costs. Even though we have stores of materials and legendary shards and glimmer, we generally didn't like the enhancement cores. And I think that particular pain point is exactly why when you look at infusion costs, you're going to really, really see, hopefully through this video, why they really need to change it and I'm going to promote an idea that I think they need to do for brand new players because everybody's going to be 750 light. So let's walk through the video. Hear me out. You're going to run to the comments. And you're going to say a bunch of things that I'm anticipating. So let me go through the talk. Number one, this is a new starting point. It's a different way of starting in the game now as a new player. Number two, Infusion versus Armor 2.0. Infusion versus Armor 2.0. I'm going to talk about why Infusion is not investment and Armor 2.0 is investment. They're different categories. Lastly, what should it cost? What should infusement cost? Infusion cost. We're going to talk about that at the very end. So hear me out. Let me make my case. A lot of people have kind of changed their thinking on it as they've engaged with me, but there are people who still disagree with me sharply on this. New starting point. Let's just start there. This is a brand new way to play Destiny that has never existed up until now. Even Spark of Light wasn't quite as extreme as what people are going to be experiencing in October with New Light and Shadowkeep and everything else they're doing in the game. All players will be starting at 750 to remove barriers. That's another thing you have to remember in this discussion. New Light is designed to remove barriers. Cross Save is designed to remove barriers. They want people to be able to jump in right away and enjoy Destiny. And that is one of the main themes and elements of my argument against the current cost of Infusion, which we're going to look at it in a moment. We've got the game here. We'll pull it up. I don't think people are really appreciating how different it is when you're leveling up normal through a D1 or D2 vanilla experience. You go from white loot to green loot to blue and all the way up. A lot of that stuff that's helping you level up, it's really easy to toss it over your shoulder and get rid of it because you understand it's cannon fodder, you're leveling. That process doesn't exist anymore with new light. It's literally gone. Even if they want to go play through the story missions, that process of leveling is literally gone. It is is not in the game anymore. You will not be able to just level up in Destiny and get the whites to greens to blues experience. That is not a thing anymore. We're too far into the franchise for them to require people to do that. So the, the... the assimilation and the acquisition of new players is completely different. It's a free entry point, and they're starting them out at 750. It will not... It will not take long for people to get legendaries that they like, that they have an affinity for. You will still get blues. You will still primarily get blues to level up and infuse with, but it isn't going to take very long, a milestone or two, a couple public events, a couple of strikes, for people to start getting legendaries that they like. Maybe they get a Badlander shotgun and they really, really like it. It will quickly get left behind in the power climb because if the shotgun drops at 7.55 and in a day or so they start touching the 7.60s, they're going to wonder why their purple gear is weaker in some respects than their blue. 
blue gear. Keep in mind, a lot of times when this subject comes up, people make the mistake. They don't need to equip it, Lono. They don't need to infuse it. My main pushback on this is that these are brand new players that are unfamiliar with Destiny, and whenever you get hooked on an RPG, whenever you get hooked on an early game loop, there has to be a very clear sense of progression and fun empowerment, like you're getting loot and you're leveling up. Bungie's leveling system is somewhat confusing and convoluted. It's not like in Diablo or Borderlands where XP raises your level as your level goes up, gear drops at that level and it's automatically stronger. A level 10 axe is going to get replaced easily by a level 15 axe in Diablo because it's just automatically better. The stats are better. You look at it and you're like, oh, it's better. It's stronger. Why? Because the level's higher. It's not that way in Destiny, so it's not that simple. And telling people, well, you don't need to increase your power level you can just keep using that shotgun even though it pulls your power level down again that is going to short circuit i think the sense of progression and the sense of leveling and the sense of like i am in control of my journey here i can equip the gear that i want i think that infusion poses a significant threat to new players enjoying the way that you level up in this game if infusion is too costly secondly a lot of people talk about infusion being a choice it should be a painful choice we had this big debate back in the day people went to the summit said it should be an action not a reaction it needs to be a painful choice it needs to be a meaningful choice okay I'm going to do my best to completely dismantle that sentimentality because I think it's completely foolhardy and not in line with the way Infusion functions in the game, okay? And the way I'm going to do it is with Infusion being compared and contrasted to Armor 2.0. The biggest mistake Bungie has made is classifying Infusion as investment. I really want to drive that home. That is a giant mistake. Infusion is not investment. It is merely you saying, this is a gun I want to use, and I want to use it at this power level. You are not investing in the gun. You're not changing the gun's properties, its abilities, or its perks. You're merely raising its power level to match where you are. Infusion is not investment. What investment is, and a clear picture of investment, is when you watch the stream on Armor 2.0, and you see them leveling up a piece of armor to level 10. That is a specific action to the properties and the capabilities of that armor. You are investing in it. And the currency hierarchy is exactly how it should be. And it communicates to that person that this is a long end game decision. you got to use masterwork uh, enhancement cores, then enhancement prisms, then ascendant shards. There's an actual currency hierarchy within the action of taking armor up in 2.0. That is investment. Infusion is not investment the spectrum of player lands on an activity like menagerie in a really good way why are you talking about menagerie hang with me the spectrum of player lands on menagerie in a really good way the casual player the couple hours a night player plays menagerie can complete it it doesn't fail and they get loot at the end the hardcore player can blitz it with their team go really fast get a better turnover rate and a better efficiency of farming because they're they're finishing it and completing in a quicker and a quicker time period okay so there's a spectrum there I believe Infusion all the way to Armor 2.0 is a spectrum. Infusion is the bottom rung entry point of player decision making. I want to use this. I'm leveling up. I want to infuse this gear so it's with my power level. Armor 2.0 is the top rung. It's hardcore. It's endgame. It's capstoning the gear. It's investment into your loadout, into your build, into your stats, etc. So when you look at that spectrum, since Infusion's all the way on the bottom rung, it's a day-to-day meat potatoes action of an expression of autonomy of the player it should not be as expensive as it is it is too too 
much of a hurdle if we're trying to remove barriers if this is designed for new players to come in and enjoy destiny i think the current cost of infusion is completely a stiff arm to brand new players way too much frustration of player choice really early on is a mistake it is a mistake and i press upon the people that disagree with me on this i really press upon you argue for the value and the validity of infusion costs and try to do it without admitting that you bypass the pain point of infusion significantly you store up enhancement cores you save up materials when we all as a community got tired of not being able to infuse because we ran out of enhancement cores we complained and Bungie has met that frustration with making enhancement cores more available if we as established hardcore players are frustrated by the inability to infuse something when we have stores of materials we only got frustrated because we lacked one of the currency items imagine how much more infusion will be a frustration for new players oh they don't need to infuse when they're a brand new player that's not up to you if they're getting purples that they want to use and they feel like equipping those purples is slowing down their leveling lowering their power level but they can't raise the power level of it because they don't have any materials that will be a point of frustration for the new player which is likely to make them stop playing so what do i suggest how much should infusion cost here's me landing the plane I believe that the present cost of infusion is absurd when you think about just how much it takes to do one infusion. And I'm going to put it on the screen for you so we don't make any mistakes here. Purple to purple, legendary to legendary costs 8,000 glimmer, 10 legendary shards, 2 enhancement cores, and 25 of a planetary material. Okay? Now, I want to zero in on two things here that are especially painful. 10 legendary shards actually represents four legendary items being dismantled four you gotta dismantle four legendary items to infuse something one time on top of that enhancement cores a play flow disrupting grind they gotta grab bounties and use different weapons or different weapon types or go grind spider that's not a normal day to day thing you gotta go out of your way to get enhancement cores planetary materials you have to go to that planet and get 25 keep in mind that infusion is perpetual It's not investment like investing in armor 2.0 where once you invest all the materials, the armor is at level 10. Infusion is perpetual. Every time I want to raise this gun up, I got to invest those materials. I got to invest the legendary shards from four broken down items, 25 planetary materials and two enhancement cores every single time. Well, people should just wait to infuse. I'm going to answer that. Luke Smith and his director's cut said they envision people hitting max level being something that takes two to three weeks for a player that is dedicated and focused on leveling two to three weeks to hit max level that means for the more casual player or the new player you're expecting them to play the game over a month or close to a month before they really start infusing and using the gear that they like that is a significant problem as a dedicated player you're okay with that because you know you're going to be playing in a month a new player doesn't know that a new player has no idea if they're going to be playing the game a month from now so if you frustrate that weapon equipping weapon infusing aspect of the game they're not going to think like you and think oh I'll just wait a month or three weeks or two weeks they have no concept for how long that's going to take it's an immediate stiff arm of frustration for just a daily engagement idea of I'm leveling up and these are the guns and pieces of gear that I want to use so when I look at this my comeback to this system is very simple it should only cost glimmer to infuse if you're infusing like crazy there's a soft pain point of hey you're running out of glimmer you might not want to infuse like crazy because when I was infusing like crazy during 
during the uh, season of opulence, that was the currency I kept running out of. I kept running out of glimmer. So, just make it cost glimmer. It costs more glimmer to go blue to purple, and more glimmer to go purple to exotic. But purple to purple, exotic to exotic, should be a reasonable amount of glimmer. 5,000 to 8,000, somewhere in that spectrum, I think is totally fine. That is a ground-level, constant flow of currency in your your inventory, and if if you're infusing too much, the game will softly provide you with feedback that you're infusing too much by running out of glimmer. That, I think, is the absolute best way to do it because brand new players are not going to climb over these hurdles. They're going to stiff arm and be like, I don't like this. I can't use the gear that I like. Leveling up is confusing enough as it is, and I can't even use... I'm using blue sidearms instead of awesome purple shotguns that I got. It doesn't make any sense within the hierarchy of the gear that I own to lower my power level to use a gun that I like, and if I want to raise my power level, I got to go through a significant currency cost. There is not a dedicated Destiny player in the game right now that didn't try to mitigate this pain point, get around this pain point, or just say, you know what, I'll be really picky and choosy with when I infuse, and I'll wait until I get all the way to max level. Wherever you are on that spectrum, maybe you were really picky and choosy and you were like penny pitching your enhancement cores, maybe you save up cores and materials every season, maybe you were AFK farming in the forges, the community at large, all across the spectrum, or wherever you land, however you engage with this pain point, you're confirming that the system is too painful, and Bungie agrees with us, because they've consistently tried to meet this pain point and make it less severe by giving us access to more enhancement cores. Continue, I think, to imagine this nuanced and deep pain point landing on somebody who has no materials and no time or investment in the game. The MMO ideology of the game is found in the Armor 2.0 system. That's the capstone. That's the investment. That's the long-term grind. Grinding for god rolls. Grinding for perfect stats. Equipping gear that you... Not being able to equip gear is not an MMO ideology. You don't get gear in those games where like, yeah, you can't equip it. You gotta spend money inside the gear itself to equip it. It's not the same at all. So, that's what I think. I think they need to completely change the infusion system if they want new light and new players to hit the ground running and enjoy themselves. What we want are new players and casuals to get turned into hardcores because that's how you grow the player base of Destiny. And the way you make people become hardcore players is you don't take the hardcore endgame grind and drag it into the early game. Their early game experience should be fun, lighthearted, they're leveling, they're getting and equipping gear that they like, and then eventually if they transcend past that and they become hooked and they really like the game, then they're going to lean into the hardcore grinds, the game grinds like the armor 2.0 perfect stat rolls god rolls getting all the mods etc that is the spectrum it should land on this is a bottom rung decision of the player this is the entry point of the game leveling up and equipping gear and if you make it difficult people will walk away from the game and more new players means more things purchased more microtransactions more dlc purchased that's good for the longevity of destiny so if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, Q&A is about to follow. As with all of my content, appreciate you listening or watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about how Infusion, with its current cost structure, may actually hurt new light and new players. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you probably catch me live right now. Click the link below. These usually hit the feeds when I'm live. So if you click that link below, you can come in and hang out with us. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. This is probably going to get a little spicy, a little, a little some good discussion going on. We had a big interlude in between my video and this Q&A session, some really passionate debates you're going to want to be in here in the stream for these they get really really fun everybody was really respectful and awesome and so i no doubt i'm going to have to retread some ground in the q a for people that are here live but uh, it's been a really good discussion so evil the waffler says 
There are still two reasons why infusion should be like it is. One, in my opinion, this is a soft push to use new weapons because getting the uh, getting the stuff to infuse doesn't cost hundreds of hours. Getting a new weapon is faster and easier to use. And two, games like Borderlands and Diablo don't come with infusion, but you can't infuse when a gun drops. It is what it is, and Bungie gives us the option to level it up if we light the gun, which shouldn't be cheap. Sorry for the long thought. Okay. This isn't this isn't a bad way to phrase it, right? I get where you're coming from, okay? It's a soft push for people to use new weapons. I don't think people who are going to pick up a looter shooter are going to need need pushed to try new weapons. I don't think that's the case. I really don't. Whenever new weapons drop, people try them out. Like that's what you do in a looter shooter. You know what I'm saying? If if right now infusion was free, I don't think a brand new player is going to be like, well, I'm using a shotgun and a fusion rifle dropped or a different shotgun dropped. I'm not going to use it. I'm just going to infuse because infusion's free. I don't think if we make infusion cheaper, it's going to automatically erode this idea that like people are going to try new guns. I do, I do not think fans of looter shooters need pushed to try new weapons. It, it's what you're going to do. Your, your curiosity will be completely, you know, you know, peaked like oh it's new i haven't used it before this is what ends up happening right this is what ends up happening you're going to be getting weapons you've already tried that's something that people forget so if i've got a badlander shotgun and i get a fusion rifle or a blue a blue shotgun or a blue whatever and it's higher in power level i could try it out and then oh i don't like it let me infuse and then i can get another one of those items again you get another blue one, or you're like, "Oh, I've tried, I've tried uh, that type of shotgun. Sure, this one's different and it has different roles, but I just didn't like the way that it felt. I didn't like it shot too slow, it reloaded too slow, whatever the frick." You don't even need to try the gun. Sometimes you're like, "Yeah, I got one of those a, a couple days ago." So there's two sides of this coin. There's definitely the element of I, I think people will try the weapons anyway. Now to your second point. Games like Borderlands and Diablo, they don't let you infuse. It is what it is, and it gets left behind. The reason this is not a good comparison is because the way that you level in those games is completely and utterly different. Infusing up your guns in Destiny is attached to the fact that gear is what levels you up. It's not the same in Borderlands and Diablo. I'm level 25, and a level 25 axe in Diablo, a level 25 sword, is going to be stronger than my level 20 sword. So it automatically just gets equipped. There's not a lot of thought process. Now, sometimes you could get like a, a, a high, like a legendary or something in Diablo or Borderlands, and you can use it longer than that. Like a level 20 in Borderlands, if it's, an exa- if it's a legendary and it's really high value, you could probably use that all the way until you're like level 30, and it'll maintain its strength and its dominance. Eventually it gets left behind. But the general normative experience in those games is, I'm level 25 and everything that's dropping is automatically more powerful. Destiny, that gets muddled because the the hierarchy of the drop, your shotgun doesn't do less damage because it's a 750. It lowers your level as a character. Don't you see the difference? It's like that shotgun is just as like it's just now obviously if you go into content under level, that's not true. But I could go into I can go into content right now. And if I'm at level, I can equip a really low power level shotgun. That shotgun does totally fine. Why? Because of my damage outputs tied to my power level. So it's not even, it's just not the same. 
it, if if I, that that shotgun can be infused because it's attached to my power level, and the shotgun doesn't lose its strength unless my overall power level goes down below the delta of an activity. So I I just don't think they're comparable. If we leveled up the exact same way that you do in Borderlands, but Bungie like imagine Borderlands saying that. Imagine them saying that. If you find a gun when you're level 25 and you really want to use that gun when you're level 50 you can level that gun up well of course in that context and in that leveling structure and that loot structure that would need to be really expensive but that's not how destiny works destiny is a completely it's a completely different game type so making it extra costly doesn't make sense because it's more part and parcel to just basic player decision making do you honestly want to compare the loot pools of diablo with destiny or the loot pool of borderlands with destiny you don't want to do that because you're going to start to see how shallow our loot pool is so it just doesn't it's not a good it's not an equivalency it doesn't it doesn't we don't level the same way we don't equip gear the same way and the loot pool comparison would would really probably shock would shock you um jaggy snake what are your thoughts on taking power level out of weapons completely if it was just armor that you had to level you'd immediately half your currency needs uh, I don't like suggestions like this. You're trying to take an established thing that's been around, you know, since Taken King, and you want to take it out of the game. I I don't know. Now, if, if they were to launch Destiny 3 in a couple of years, and they wanted to completely jettison the idea of Infusion and Light and all that, I could see them doing that. I can't see them reaching into the existing game and yanking that system out. I, I just, I think that that's, that's, that's very unlikely, and I think it would be potentially more disruptive and confusing than need be uh crazy crunked how about back to og destiny level the perks by using the gun and infusing only higher level uh light levels of the same gun again i i think the danger here i think the really really big giant danger here is that you are going to create a, a different version of Destiny than exists right now. We don't need to go back to D1. Now, I know Luke said he missed investing in gear and grinding gear and all that. I know he said that, right? But I don't think that's where we're headed, and I don't think we need to go back there. I don't think getting a gun and being like, well, I wonder if these perks are any good, having to spend resources and use the gun to level it up just to try that out, I just, I, I don't think that's a good system. I don't. Now, if you want to create an armor 2.0 system and bring that over to guns and call it like guns 2.0, weapons 2.0, and there's some sort of investment capstone that like opens up a new perk or a new mod slot or something, I could see doing that, but I don't think, uh, I don't think that that would be the right direction to go. Oh, this gun looks cool. Oh, it's got some perks on it. I've not seen this one before. Oh, this perk combination could be really good, but then... You, you can't even try the weapon out. you got to invest a bunch of time um, just to do that. Um, and then and then it got to the point where you could just do it with motes of light, and so it was like you didn't even have to. You're just, again, just dumping resources into the gun to see if Outlaw combines well with whatever the heck perk was on the gun. You know what I mean? Scaro 1900. What do you think of Gambit being kind of like Crucible, where one week there's an only PVE mode and another week it's a different mode and they rotate with different modes. Somebody suggested eventually taking Prime out and having Gambit Prime be the, um, having Gambit Prime be like, uh, 
like Iron Banner. And I like that idea a lot. Like for a week, Gambit would be very different. It'd be Gambit Prime. There'd be different rules, different bounties or whatever. Um, armor to earn, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what you're going to, I don't know what they're going to do with the armor perks on Gambit stuff, but having Gambit rotate off of being PVE and then another mode, number one, they got, they got a mile of work to do on Gambit before you start doing this. You're, you're asking them, you're asking them to like, you know, try to put new, like new knobs on the cupboards when they got to re, they got to remodel the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? You're going down to like, okay, what if we had a rotating modes, bro? They gotta, they gotta get, they gotta get Gambit right before they can even do that. You know what I mean? A uh, gear, would they require you to have a new material that you need for infusion, or make the material requirement they have now be increased? For example, it takes a lot more glimmer to infuse. Would they require you? I, your question's phrased very strangely. I don't know what infusion costs are going to be. Will they stay the same? Will they be turned down? I happen to think the easiest solution of all is for Bungie to say, look, infusion is not our, it's not, we don't really view infusion as an investment path anymore. It's merely you just picking the guns you like to use. We view armor 2.0 and chasing stat rolls and god rolls. We see that as the investment path. We see the artifact as the investment path. You know the the new activities, the grinding and for, and and, and uh, there's going to be some sort of like we're crafting weapons with you know Eris Morn. We see that as the grind and the investment path. We don't see infusion as that anymore, and therefore we've just changed it into a glimmer cost. Just like slotting and unslotting mods is getting changed, we see infusion as something that should cost, but it shouldn't be that expensive. And if you're doing it too often, you'll quickly realize. If you're slotting and unslotting mods like a stupid, like a stupid idiot, you're going to realize really quickly that you're spending, you know, resources to do that. I, I could see them taking a similar attitude and use similar phrasing with respect to infusion, given the layers of investment they're giving you with arm with the armor system. Coldheart. Should infusion go back to how it used to be? Example, primary infusing with all primary. Um I, I I'm I, that's how it is now. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I, it, unless you mean I have a primary energy weapon like the Kindled Orchid and I need a primary energy weapon, but you can in- infuse an auto rifle into a hand cannon right now if it's kinetic, if it's if it's up there in the kinetic slot. So, I, as far as being like, oh, I have a kinetic auto rifle, can I please infuse this into my kindled orchid? I don't know if that's a big need. I, I think infusion has far bigger fish to fry than that. Uh, Fluic. How do you think Bungie should address the problem of lack of pinnacle gear uh, from raids and how they could fix this in Shadowkeep? Uh, okay, so how do you think Bungie should address the problem of a lack of pinnacle gear from raids? How could they address this in Shadowkeep? Oh, I don't want to go off on my rant about raid gear, but because I, I have a video I want to do, like my raid wish list. From the bottom to the top, raid gear has been bad in Destiny 2. There's a handful of weapons, a handful out of six raids that are worth using, and the armor, uninteresting. So, unless you think it looks cool. So, raid gear from the bottom to the top needs to be significantly better think Wrath of the Machine Genesis Chain even if you didn't think it was a god tier weapon it was unique and fun and you couldn't get the perk combination anywhere else we need uniqueness in raids and power we've had none of that we have had none of that nothing unique, nothing powerful almost every single raid gun has its equal somewhere else in the game and I think that's, that's bad, that's not good 
mythological figure. Multiple currencies and materials exist to force engagement with all the planets and activities. Glimmer only infusion will lead to glimmer farming. How would you drive engagement and reduce glimmer farming if planetary materials were reduced from the game? I gotta tell you, if the only reason people are going to planets is for the mats, then we have failed miserably to utilize the various locations in the game. This is why NPCs need need updated loot pools. This is why NPCs need you know seasonal rank. Um, this is why adventures in lost sectors need to be woven into something. Maybe when you're grinding for that seasonal rank or doing something for that NPC, adventures in lost sectors are woven into that. If the only reason people are going to the various planets, which there will be nine locations in Shadowkeep, nine. If the main reason you're going to six or seven out of the nine is for mats, that's a giant failure to utilize those locations for something far greater than a silly little mat farm. I don't think that's, I, I think that's, that is, that's a poultry use of those, of those planets. Uh, Unwits says, don't you think with new light people joining us at the very least, they should have to grind from, for materials. I feel like Bungie is already giving the possibility of getting legendaries of the same power is enough. I, I fundamentally think that shadow keep the spirit of shadow keep doesn't work. If there's no, I call it a simulation of early game, and this is what I mean. And I made this point right before Q and A. It didn't make it into my, it didn't make it into my talk, but I'm gonna make it now. There is no more early game. There is no grinding up from level zero. There is no whites and then greens and then blues and then purples. That doesn't happen anymore. That early game is always really fun. It's always very quick. You're just tossing loot over your shoulder. You feel that sense of progression. It's very, very addicting because it just kind of, it's so, it's so upward mobility. There's so much upward mobility and accessibility. It's just, it just happens. You sit down and play and you level, okay? And then you get to the end game and it shifts and it changes and it drills down and there's there's gear farm and there's infusion and there's master working, right? Well, that that spectrum doesn't exist anymore. There is no early game. So there needs to be a simulation of early game. And I believe the simulation of early game is making it easy to infuse, letting people use the gear that they want. They're naturally leveling up. They're making leveling less painful in a couple of ways. World drops have a chance to drop at your power level, which means you'll be able to gap fill when you're leveling. The uh, artifact is an automatic leveling mechanic in the game to give you level just by playing. They're they're, they're already doing things in line with what I'm talking about to, to simulate early game because early game is gone now. What you don't want to do is take the sentimentality of late game. Late game is investment, grind, get those mats, spend those mats in your gear. That's late game grind. You want to if you drag that down into the early game for a new player, I just think you're you're, you're telling them to climb Mount Everest when they might not enjoy Mount Everest. Like get them to hike up a hill first, and then if they like it, have them hike up a larger hill. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta ease people in. You can't just drop end game grind sentimentality in a player's lap. That's not how people become fans of games. If you become a hardcore grinder in Diablo or Borderlands or Destiny, it's you start out small. You start out small. Oh, this is pretty cool, man. I'm leveling up. I'm getting skills. That's another element that's missing from the game. Leveling up and unlocking skills and power. Like, that's just gone. So there's got to be a simulated early game where you have a sense of progression that's not short-circuited and halted by infusion cost. Dagnabbit Ben. I think infusion just needs to make more sense thematically. I think dismantling weapons can give parts like it does now, but they should also have a resource that drops that's a little more rare. 
power core or something. That way it makes thematic sense to new players. Do you think something more thematic would help or just needs to be super simple in general? The minute you say let's add more currency or more items that can drop and be used for infusion, I recoil immediately. I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want more currency. I don't want more things to potentially be needed for infusion. Now, if if you're saying like thematically... You know, we could lower the cost, but then require something that comes from something when it gets broken down. I mean, maybe I could see that. Maybe I could see that. But again, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. If they simplify individual planetary mats into generic planetary mats, that'd be a nice middle ground. Yeah, that's actually not bad, Milky, because they, they did that with the gunsmith materials. It's like super generic. You break down weapons or armor and you get gunsmith mats. Any planetary material you pick up, I mean, it would still look like, um, we don't get spin metal anymore, but it would still look like, uh, you know, I don't know, berry and bow, but it would just get totaled into a generic planetary mat currency. Then I would be less, then I would be less inclined to say it just needs to be glimmer. I'd be like, okay, glimmer and planetary mats. Just the turnover, the turnover of enhancement cores and legendary shards is super, super slow for a new player. And oh, they're not going to want to infuse. I just don't agree with that. I, I think if you're leveling, you're wanting to infuse. Why? Because that's what we did as players. Nobody jumped. Nobody was jumping in to forsaken and other pieces of content and saying. I don't want to infuse, I want to wait. The desire was to infuse. The very context of the argument assumes that people want to infuse, and I think existing players wanting to infuse is, I think frustrating new players on that is just a mistake. You gotta hook them first, then let them do the endgame grind. Dude, the armor 2.0 is gonna take forever. To get, to get stuff up. I mean, I said that, let's scroll back up. I said that before Q&A started. I said, imagine somebody stepping into New Light and they saw some of the information about Armor 2.0 and they thought it looked cool as an investment path, as a more, you know, MMO action style game, right? They see that as a value point. A new player isn't going to get to experience the value point of Armor 2.0 for a long time. So no one, no one is arguing, let's make it super easy for, you know, brand new players to get into the endgame and get all the dope stuff. The Armor 2.0 grind is going to take a ton of time. Um, there's just, they're not going to experience to get, get to experience that value point nearly as fast as the rest of us. So you're still way ahead, even if I get my wish and Infusion gets super cheap. Uh, Duplis, do you think we have too many currencies at the moment? We currently have around 53 currencies and we're getting more in Shadowkeep. This would be a good reason to take planetary mats and unify them. I I could get behind that. Um, I could even get behind doing that with the tokens. Every token, whether it's an EDZ, an IO, or a Nessus token, anybody who's got tokens left over, you could just literally call it NPC tokens. Now, between Zavala and Shaxx, you might not want to do that because then you could grind Zavala and get a ton of intended ton of tokens and turn them into him but at the very least you could take the um how many how many vanilla planets are there six there's the four and then there's the two from the dlc right mars and mercury on top of nessus um, on top of nessus the edz io and uh titan so there's six token sources for planets yeah i would just say take those six boom take them into one take the six no not six planetary mats there's eight planetary mats. There'll be nine if the moon has its own. So there'll be nine planetary mats. Um, those tokens don't exist anymore. 
Oh, that's true. So combining the tokens doesn't matter much. I have stacks of them, so I'm speaking from a very narrow bias. That's true. Those tokens don't exist anymore. Um, so yeah, let's look at the let's look at the currencies here and think through. If you remove the tokens and the planetary mats get unified, I think it gets pretty simple. You do have enhancement cores and you do have like the the synths for reckoning, but. Um, yeah, it's hard because when they do something new, when they do something new, it, it is cool that there was an entire currency inside of the menagerie. One of the advantages of the menagerie was that the runes are, if you're including the runes in your currency total, then you're kind of cheating because these don't show up anywhere but inside of here. It's a self-contained currency, kind of like the self-contained currency in Wrath of the Machine that showed up in your inventory. But like these aren't taking up space anywhere, you know, so I think it's cool. I actually like it when a new activity has its own internal currency. Maybe these synths should be inside of the... Um, they shouldn't be in your inventory. Treat the, treat the rune... Um, I'm sorry. Treat the uh, treat the synthesizer. The synthesizer should be behaving exactly as the, as, as the, as the chalice. All, the, all, those, all those synths to just be in here. They should just be showing up inside of here. I should. They should not be in my inventory, just like the runes. That would also clean up currency significantly. Uh, get what? What is this? Precision kills have a chance to drop weapon telemetries. What in the actual frick? Ah, oh, wow. Yeah, this and telemetries need to go. Uh, black armory schematics. They. I don't know. That feels like a dead currency. Eververse bounty notes. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things that could either be retired or given another purpose. I would say retiring a lot of them would be probably a pretty, a pretty good choice. Um, Bumble 17, moving forward, how does Gambit fit in with Luke Smith's number philosophy as the only four player activity left in the game? Well, four player activities are going to rotate on the, um, four player activities are going to be in a rotation on crucible and this is a four player activity reckoning so you're miss you're misspeaking a little bit here um so gambit and reckoning and then there will be a rotation of some four player modes and maps in crucible uh so i, I don't i don't actually know what they're going to do with that but it does get we it does get i'll admit it gets weird i'll admit it gets weird uh, reckoning. What I would do the reckoning tomorrow is make it six man, make the bridge a lot wider, make each section a checkpoint so you don't lose progress, make it unfailable, make each section that's completed the timer. If you complete a timer, you get extra chests at the end, uh, and make it a six man activity. That's what I would do. I would treat it, I would turn it into, um, like a, another menagerie. Um, that's what I would do with it, and then your four your four player thing kind of is a lot easier to answer. It's like, well, we're gonna rotate a couple of modes in Crucible, but they probably aren't gonna last. We're just gonna do some testing of modes and maps, and see if there are maps that just flow better with four players. And if they do, then we could obviously either retire those modes or use those modes as special events, the way they do with doubles. Blader Magician, won't the change of world drops having a chance to drop at power level help immensely with the infusion issue? No, it won't. I don't know how this would help immensely with infusion. This is not an influx. This is not an influx of materials, and that's the main problem. Um, could adding an uh, Ada-style bounty to planet vendors give us a way to stifle the pain point of infusion as well as give more player volition when making the decision to infuse in accordance to the new chance change on power level to world for world drops? Again, 
this feels like a non this feels this feels like a non sequitur. These these that does not follow. These don't feel logically connected. If I can if I can go to Devrim K and say, give me an energy weapon, and he gives me an energy weapon, and it's purple. I think in your mind you're thinking, oh, they got a legendary, so now they'll stop using their Badlander. Not necessarily. He could give me an SMG that I don't like, and it's purple. It doesn't solve the infusion problem. You're still giving me a piece of loot that I might not enjoy and might not want to use. It's got to be up to the player. Again, I don't think players need softly pushed to try new weapons. If you got your way and you could go to Devrim K and you could be like, give me an energy weapon bounty and you get a legendary and it spits out and it's an SMG. You're going to try that SMG. And if your conclusion is, I don't like it. It's, it's higher power level than my shotgun. I want to infuse my Badlander. You should be able to do that. There should be no hurdle of currency in, in the way of that decision. That's just your decision. That's just you managing your inventory. You can grind for the items that you want. Yeah, I mean, you're acting like I could go to... I guess you're, you're acting like I go to Devrim K and say, give me a shotgun. But then it might not be as good as the Badlander. Again, it's up to the player. If I go to Devrim K and I'm like, give me a hand cannon. I love this hand cannon. It dropped from some strike and I love it and it's awesome. And it's 15 levels behind my power level, right? Well... If, if I go to Devrim K and say, give me a hand cannon, and he gives me a 110 with really slow reload and bad perks, come on, man, that, that doesn't solve the problem. It, even even within gun types, I could have a significant preference issue with the gun. And then it, there's nothing worse. And it, it's like that when you go and run a raid. Come on, you know that's lo- what that's like. You're hoping for the one weapon and you get another weapon. You're like, infuse. Yeah, just infuse. It's not what I wanted. I don't like that one. I don't know. It, 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 I think I think people will develop affinities for weapons very quickly. Um, I don't know. Don't you frequently advocate for leaving weapons behind with each DLC so folks can't clutch their midnight coup for the remainder of Destiny? Or are you saying specifically new players? When I argue from that, that's a completely different context. That's a completely different context. When I argue for that, I'm arguing for the the value of new content being diminished by us using really, really old gear and being able to keep the new gear for forever. I also argue that it's really, really difficult for Bungie to pivot within archetypes and within perk systems to make new gear feel stronger or better than a Midnight Coup or an Ikelos shotgun. It's very difficult for them to do that. Once you hit the pinnacle of an archetype, whether it's a shotgun, a hand cannon, or a, or a, a, a fusion rifle, once you have a very, very good version of those weapons, it's really difficult for Bungie to make one that feels better or stronger because you get to the ceiling of the efficiency of the weapon so I advocate for leaving gear behind every once in a while like every 18 months or so just to wash over the NPCs and the loot systems and the gear to give us new things to chase because we leave things behind this entire argument today is about new players feeling like they can get gear and use gear that they want I would then also tell those players if they become very loyal to the game in 9 months, 12 months, 18 months that I think eventually they should have to let go of some of that. Why? Because it's a loot-based game and I want people chasing loot. And it's hard to chase loot when you're always bringing forward pinnacle pieces of gear that are re- that, that are either matched or outshined by old gear. It's so hard. It's just it, it, how many shotguns can they create when there's like, yeah, it's not as good as a threat level or an Ikelos. Or it matches it and then you're kind of like, eh, if I get one, I get one. Eh. It's hard to have Fate Bringers and Vex Mythic classes in your game. It's hard to have Genesis Chains in your game when we're just always dragging the entire loot system with us forward. Maverick 8. 
It only takes about 45 minutes to collect everything needed to infuse. Wouldn't this be a good thing so that they can experience all aspects of the game? I love that you did the math, and I'm going to trust your math, and I'm going to tell you that that's terrible. (laughs) That's terrible! Infusing one item out of eight that you could potentially have equipped at a given time. Eight, three guns, and five pieces of armor. You want me to take 45 minutes, we'll round it up to an hour. It would pay take an hour. Sometimes load times take a long time. Sometimes the bounties and the patrols, sometimes you can't find the sometimes you can't find the planetary materials. You want me to dedicate an hour to infuse a gun one time in action that is perpetual because once I infuse it, I got to infuse it again later on whenever I'm leveling up again and again and again and again and again and again. Every time you want to infuse something by a couple of light, you want to loop me back through an hour-long grind, a 45-minute long grind? That's, that is insane to me, man. That's crazy. That's, and people are like, they want to grind. People want to grind. That's not a grind. A grind is menagerie. A, gr- a grind is trying to get the gun that you want or the roll that you want. That's a grind. A grind is not, hey... You're uh <clears throat> you want to raise your gun by 10 power level because you just you like the idea of using the gun and seeing your power level go up, you know, a, a pretty mean potatoes low level player action. Yeah, you got you got to go take an hour to to do that and then you come back. What? Yeah. That feels like that candy crush thing where like you're out of lives, you got to wait an hour. It's like, "Oh, you wanted to go do this, you wanted to go do that in Destiny?" <laughs> well, if you want to infuse, you got to go do something else for an hour. Coldheart, you say dismantling four legendary items is what it takes to infuse, but that's the best case, isn't it? You can't, you don't always get three from a dismantle. Shouldn't you always get, should you always get three? I didn't even consider this. I thought we always got three legendary shards from a legendary dismantle. Do you not? Do you, I don't know. (laughs) If, (laughs) so am I being generous by saying it takes four items? (laughs) It's one to three. (laughs) <laughs> come on you always get three don't you I thought you always got three three legendary shards every time you dismantle you can get one I don't think that's true chat it's always three I'm pretty sure it's always three multiple people in chat are confirming it's always three yeah 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 yeah. yeah okay my math holds we're moving on pa- uh, pain do you think that a simple answer to this problem would simply be to just buff the generosity of materials in the game gives us while doing activities. That way a grind still exists, but it wouldn't be as painful as it currently is. Okay, here's the thing. You and I are aiming for the same thing, and mine's a whole lot easier to get there, alright? Number one, do you think we need more currency in the game, or less? I think a lot of people think we need less. Number two, if you're trying to basically say the rhythm of currency should line up with the rhythm of the action, I agree with you, and Glimmer does that. Glimmer does that. If all you're going to do is make it really, really easy and really, really fast for me to get legendary shards and planetary materials just by playing the game, I just feel like you're muddling up all these extra currencies when it could just be like, eh, infusions just cost Glimmer now. That's all. That's all it takes. You know? That's a far simpler issue. J2J squared. When people at the D2 community summit said they wanted infusion to be meaningful, what do you think they meant? Were they just wrong or did they did they misrepresent their idea? Okay, here's the thing. 
I'm an adult and I can disagree respectfully. Other people can't do this. But on my side of the fence, every time this came up, I was respectful. And I'm going to continue to be respectful. Their, their, Their perspective on infusion being meaningful is not in line with what infusion does. It's a misapplication of a, of a philosophy. Having meaningful investment is a good philosophy. So I agree with them. It's nice to have meaningful decisions. It's nice to have meaningful investment in the game. I think those are good things. I think applying that, that philosophy to infusion is a misapplication of that philosophy. Because you're saying something that should be costly and take time should be happening multiple times on an item and the question would be oh well what does it do for the item well nothing it just raises the power level of it what now let's apply that philosophy to the armor 2.0 system okay leveling up this armor it, it should be meaningful it should be costly okay what does it do to the armor oh well it opens up mod slots and once you have the max mod slots then you can add mods that affect the stat rolls on the armor to then craft your own build so that you can create your own perfect you know build of i get these abilities and these supers faster oh that makes sense it, it, it perfectly lands on the armor and it makes sense. Like, yeah, that should take a while. Yep. Oh, it should take a while and it should be costly to infuse a weapon up to 750 to 760. Why? Why? It, what? You're not doing anything to the gun. You're doing nothing to it. You're raising its power level. It does nothing. You know what I'm saying? And here, and here, here's the pushback. Oh, it's a grind. It'll slow down their leveling. False objectively false that's not true their leveling is not slowed down they're leveling just as fast that sidearm levels them up the game considers them higher level even though it's a trash sidearm that they hate so it doesn't slow them down you're frustrating their choice why because it should be meaningful what what do you mean by that what are you you talking about how is it meaningful what's the tangible benefit um, it raises their power. It raises the power level of the gun. What does it do to their loadout? What does it do to their gameplay? What does it do to their experience? Well, nothing. It just lets them continue to use the weapon. <laughs> it's like infusion is a base level action of choice in the game. It's not an end game investment grind. It is a misapplication of the philosophy. And and my point is made even clearer when you see enhancement cores were the focal point of the problem why why did enhancement cores become the focal point of the debate nobody talked about glimmer nobody talked about legendary shards or planetary materials why because enhancement cores were set up from a philosophical position of delivery to be in line with an end game investment path masterworking here so the very existence of enhancement cores and how they existed and how they were delivered to the player and how often they were delivered to the player literally proves my point with facts it's not even a matter of opinion anymore it's not even a matter of opinion anymore the contradiction of the currency being applied to infusion while also being in the masterwork system created a created a conflict within the currency and a, and a contradiction within the currency it, it, it doesn't even make sense it's like this was a currency that was rhythmically rare. Why? It was used as an endgame investment on gear to capstone it, to masterwork it. And when you attach it to infusion, the community 
Every single time a new season came out, we rhythmically got frustrated by that. This is another reason why people were so hypocritical about it. The only pain point that even remotely touched a hardcore player was enhancement cores. They didn't have to worry about anything else. They had plenty of glimmer, plenty of legendary shards, plenty plenty of planetary mats. So we pick one economic item to say, this should be the pain point. And when that scales down to players who engage less, it becomes a significant problem. That is why it's a misapplication of the philosophy. It's illo- it is illogical from the bottom to the top. It's an illogical execution of a, this should be a meaningful investment path. It doesn't work and it hasn't worked. I've, I've never seen people clutch to an idea so long in the face of just clear evidence that it's wrong. And then slowly but surely people started saying it's not achieving its aims. People started changing their position. tons of people started changing their position on infusion and cost of infusion I mean the trajectory of community response to this is just is behind me 100% on this Odious Ragnus the infusion enhancement core issue has been ongoing in your opinion what is the reason they are so reluctant to listen to the community on the issue my prediction after they did their little blog post about it was they're going to use enhancement cores in something else, and so they don't want to just rip them out of infusion, and that and that, that's exactly what has happened. That prediction came true. Enhancement cores are used in Masterworking Armor 2.0, but then you use enhancement cores, then you use enhancement prisms, then you use ascendant shards. So they've created a currency hierarchy. So now, they've given enhancement cores a logical place in the hierarchy, and it's okay for them to show up more often. Why? Because their 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 relationship to endgame investment is at the bottom tier. So like, again, what they're doing with Armor 2.0 lines up and backs what I'm saying logically. It proves me right. I know people get tired of saying I'm right, but like, we're having a debate, right? So both sides are going to argue for what they think is right. This guy thinks he's right all the time. Everybody thinks they're right all the time. That's the way we exist. You think you're right about what you think. Like, that's just how we exist. So I know people get tired of me saying that, but like, the the way they've put enhancement cores into Masterworking Armor 2.0 backs what I'm saying from a logical standpoint. It's the lowest rung in the in the economic hierarchy of that of that uh, Masterworking Armor. Why? Because they're making it more accessible, and if it's more accessible as a currency, then logically it can't be as meaningful for end game investment grind. There's a connection here of logic. Dagnabbit Ben, what if infusion was progressive, easy as you level, and then at max it costs more, or when you're past 950? I don't like when it feels like the rules are changing, like the higher level you get. Um, I, I don't I don't like that. I think, again, just make it glimmer. It's literally just player choice. It's not investment. You're, you're, you're treating it like it's investment. It needs to get harder and harder as you go. That's the way masterworking armor is. The more you masterwork a piece of armor up to 10, because you want to put as many, you want the three mod slots unlocked, that gets more costly as you go. Why? It's an investment path. It's not just player choice of like, I would like to use this shotgun. Equipping gear is so is so bush league, rudimentary, bottom rung behavior. It's just so basic. You're just equipping gear. You're not investing in it. Infusion is attached to equipping gear, and that's why it can't be a costly, meaningful decision. Because it just is a, it doesn't line up. 
Morcat. Would a modifier that allows new light, new players to get a four times planetary mats, no cores for the first 160 hours of playtime? Thinking of something to give new light the ability to catch up on mats and not make vets think that they were just being given stuff. Uh, I mean, I like where your head's at, but you're still giving people homework. The whole spirit of new light and, and, and a free entry point, the whole spirit of cross save is removing barriers. Like, you're siding with the people that want to add barriers, and I'm not, and never will, and neither's Bungie. Bungie is literally creating something to remove barriers, and you guys are trying to add them. I, you're you're on the wrong side of the fence here. I, you just are. Bungie is trying to remove barriers, and players in this debate that have been disagreeing with me are trying to add or maintain barriers you're wrong you're free to feel that way you're free to have that opinion but in the grand scheme of where the game is going and the spirit of new light you are at odds with the spirit and the philosophy behind new light you want to talk about armor 2.0 you want to talk about grind and stats and investment that's another scenario but when we're talking about new light and infusion and equipping gear it's clear they're making it very very much no barriers jumping in play Mr. Uh, Big Shot, if you've already answered this, skip it. If Bungie makes infusion using only glimmer, what can Bungie do with legendary shards, enhancement cores, planetary materials? They're a part of the capstoning of the gear and the masterworking of the 2.0 system. There could also just be other things you've got to buy with currency. There could be other things in the game. What if you need enhancement prisms and ascendant shards and you need everything you just listed to buy those things? And it's costly, you know? Uh, Ghostface. They have already stated they will be more ways to acquire the things you need to infuse. So don't you think that they thought of this already, being that they haven't removed uh, enhancement cores and they're sticking with, uh, I think you're calling them infusion cores, sticking with their guns. Well, they didn't say anything about planetary materials. They didn't say anything about legendary shards. The only thing they said is that enhancement cores will be more obtainable. So you're creating you're creating a, um, a, a, a statement and an argumentation point that's not backed by facts. You're just you're creating something that doesn't exist. There's no statement. They didn't say that. They didn't say planetary materials and legendary shards would be more easily obtainable. They didn't say glimmer would be more easily obtainable. They said enhancement cores will be. Why? Because it's being attached to more more action. Enhancement cores are being attached to more things now, and so they're going to be more obtainable. Again, because they're they're the lowest end of the spectrum of masterworking gear now. They're the entry point to masterwork, and eventually you stop using them because you're, you know, you're at level four or five or whatever. Springer HD. Do you know what they are changing in the mountaintop quest to make it easier? No idea. Ashen Hollow. Would love it if they would simplify infusion, but then how do you give these materials value? I just answered this one. They could be used in other places. They're already showing us that they're being used in other places. The Bomb Dog. In D1, the pain point of infusion was resources like planetary materials, glimmer, and legendary marks, and exotic shards for exotic infusion. This is acceptable in my opinion. Enhancement cores should only be for masterworking endgame pursuits or infusion of pinnacle weapons in my opinion. So my question is do you think we should return to D1 leveling system? Uh, No, we should not return to the D1 leveling system. And the entire reason we're having this debate is because we are about to enter a completely new era of Destiny. We are about to enter a completely new era of Destiny. Brand new players can come in and spend zero dollars and they're 750 light and they're ready to rock and roll and play virtually any of the content. 
I, I, you can't, you're trying to drag stuff we left behind in D1 forward. I, I just, I don't know. He just slipped that question in after the distracting with the intro. He felt like it. Uh, Ginja 300. Um, in a recent interview, Bungie talked about how there will be specific activities you can farm for these new upgrade materials. The Nightfall was one of the examples. Thoughts. Um, it makes sense. If you want to take something all the way to level 10 in the masterwork system of Armor 2.0, you're going to need Ascendant Shard. You're going to need Ascendant Shards. Those are going to be in hard content. They even, their color is, is, uh, is exotic, by the way. So the coloring system, when you go to enhancement cores, they're, uh, they're legendary. They're purple. It says right there, enhancement core, material, legendary. You come over here, Boon of the Crucible is a consumable, it's blue, it's rare. Come down here, Redeemable is a Baryan Bow, it's uncommon. Now, the Enhancement Prisms were also purple, but the Ascendant Shards were exotic. They were gold, they were yellow. So, having those in harder content makes sense. I don't think you're just gonna, like, go to an NPC and buy Ascendant Shards. You gotta grind for them. Don't you see? Don't you see how what we just outlined with going into a specific activity to get ascendant shards, how that how that really lines up with everything I've been saying today. Everything today we've been saying. That makes sense logically why it's an end game investment grind. You're asking people to do the exact same dadgum thing to infuse a piece of gear if you think infusion costs are totally fine for new players. Read this sentence. Imagine it says, in a recent interview, Bungie talked about there being specific grinds to farm for things needed for infusion. You see what I'm saying? You're asking them to do the exact same thing, a specific activity, a specific grind to go get planetary mats, you know, legendary shards, enhancement cords, everything needed to infuse something one time. Now, the reason it's okay, because you're like, well, Lono, you would use the Ascendant Shard one time when you masterwork the item. Yeah, and you know why that's great? It's not a perpetual requirement. I do it one time, and then that armor piece is level 10, and I'm done. Don't you see? The logic of investment, there, there, it isn't per, it's not perpetual. It, it's You do it to the armor piece, and then you're done. In, in, infusion is perpetual, so it doesn't make sense for it to be treated like a long-term investment grind. Jaxo, to play devil's advocate, if we remove all the material costs from infusion, save for Glimmer, what role? I already answered the role that these currencies would play in other spots in the game. Easy E. Do we have confirmation that infusion will even matter for new light players, being that they will already be high enough level to tackle every piece of content they have available to them? I say this from the standpoint they were buying Shadow Keep and then they are only playing to get feel for the game. What value would infusion have for them if they don't buy Shadow Keep? Seasonal content brings a power upgrade, so I'm not sure how Season of Undying will work, but all the seasons up to this point brought a power level bump. Also, again, go back to the original reason we're having this discussion. The spirit of New Light is to remove barriers, and the example they gave lots of times is, if somebody wants to join you in Shadowkeep, this lets them do it really, really easily. So the spirit of of New Light isn't for players to come in and just play vanilla... (laughs) They're coming in to play everything else, right? They're coming in to play everything else. They're coming in to New Light to then join the rest of the player base in the new content. 
again, you just gotta keep coming back to this. The spirit of New Light isn't to get new players so they just live in vanilla. It's so that they play the new stuff with the with the rest of the community. You gotta get them out of there. There's no reason to have a bunch of new players fill the funnel and live in year one. Why don't they want to play the vanilla like us? We're not... Be, 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 why don't they play vanilla like us? Because they're trying to get new player acquisition, and you don't get new player acquisition by telling them, go do a bunch of homework before you can join me in the cool new digs. Oh yeah, Shadowkeep is awesome. Yep, yeah. Have fun in vanilla. I'll see you in four weeks. Get the frick out of here. They're trying to acquire new players. Welcome to our game you haven't ever touched before. Uh, we're going to make it really hard for you to join in the fun. <laughs> like, that doesn't work. Peewee215. What are the best ways to earn enhancement cores and planet materials to prepare for Shadowkeep? Uh, just grind the locations and the bounties that give enhancement cores and stuff. Just go do it. Spider, uh, gunsmith bounties, and do Hawthorne's milestone if you're in a clan. She gives you seven enhancement cores for her milestone if you are in a clan with level four. Um, they're already going to have to see you in a few weeks. The light level requirements are not going to stay the same, are they? They'll hop in at 750, and they'll have to level 800 to 900 or more to be able to participate in top-tier content. Yeah, and so will the rest of us. So will the rest of us. You're adding an extra barrier if you make them go play vanilla. You're going to put them behind. We're all going to have to do that. Nightfalls are going to have the same difficulty that the Nightmare Mode has, which is 860, 920, 950. So... We're all going to have to grind up for that. If you put a barrier between that grind, that is, go play vanilla, then you're making them do a bunch of stuff that arguably isn't even that great to then start grinding up into the 800s. That doesn't even... That that would, that would, that would put them behind. Oh, wow, you guys all leveled up and you're enjoying the endgame of Shadowkeep? Sweet. Well, I, I just finished all the vanilla requirements that, you know, we veteran players really wanted me to jump through all these hoops because they did. So, now that I'm done with the vanilla experience, oh, oh, do you also want to make them run through Forsaken and all the annual pass content because you did? Two years worth of content. Yeah, have fun. We're, we're, we're 890 now. Uh, where are you? I'm just getting into, uh, uh, season of the Drifter. <laughs> Dub Dub Hicks. What if there was a system that would roll all of our gear to say one power level every time your character levels? So you are, have a mix of 750, 790 items, and every time you leveled your character, all items would get an increase of one power, as an example. This would tie leveling your character with leveling your gear. You're asking for a system that isn't that isn't even needed. They're doing something similar with the, the artifact, so you're just going to play and level, and it'll give you a light level bump. So let's say you get to level 770, and you've been playing, and your artifact is is giving you like 10 bonus level it'll bump you to 780 so like if they really want to run nightfalls that are 860 and they've managed to squeak into like the 830s 840s the artifact might make up the difference do you see it's like bonus level for just playing there's already a system like this in place that they've already talked about ghostface does new light even have an end game content it's all based content i've already talked about this new light is for them to basically jump to shadow keep but when i interviewed them at e3 they said that he said that uh scott was there with deej and he said right now you know if you tell a player that they can come play with you you basically have to tell them see you in a few weeks before you can play with me if they want to play shadow keep with you we're making that really easy free entry point you're 750 buy the dlc and jump right in 
Jaxo, assuming that the level cap is a thousand in Shadow Keep, it's not, it's nine sixty, and the artifact can be leveled up indefinitely. Assuming nine fifty is a soft cap, again it's not. What if any gear you try to infuse past nine fifty would require current infusion costs in order to slow down progression for the higher levels? Well, nine sixty is the cap. That's been confirmed by Bungie. You can go beyond that with the bonus level of the artifact, but the artifact's gonna slow down probably when you get into the thirties, and then really slow down if you get beyond like thirty eight or thirty nine. I don't think they're gonna want people going beyond a thousand that's my speculation but if you want to get to 960 that's the hard cap in the game that cannot be passed with gear it can be passed with the artifact but it cannot be passed with gear because you're going to be using you're going to be like getting 960 gear from the pinnacle activities so given that reality i i I don't this question isn't even really like worth entertaining because if you're trying to get past you well i guess i can answer your question if you're getting nine you know 60 gear from a pinnacle activity you want that to be really expensive for the infused cost i mean i i could see that this doesn't really solve the problem though we're not really talking about that ginger 300 do you think they should add mats to milestones so that earning materials doesn't feel disruptive again this strikes at the heart of what i'm trying to do just make it glimmer if you start going to every bounty every milestone every activity in the game and you're just feeding me planetary mats and legendary shards to help with infusion isn't it simpler and less complicated to just say infusion cost glimmer like i you know what i mean like just go with the simple solution, Occam's Razor. Like, let's just go with the simple solution. I get where your heart's at, but I, I think it's easier to just go with Glimmer. Kim.com. Isn't infusing much cheaper with Armor 2.0 because you really need to max out three armor sets with the stats and you and you can change the look of your character by using all the styles you have in your collection. In my opinion, Armor 2.0 makes infusion super cheap. I don't know where you saw this, Kim. I, I, I don't know if infusion is cheaper because of Armor 2.0. I don't know if we've seen the actual infusion cost yet. If you saw something in the video, it'd be fun for us to go come over that. I don't remember seeing this anywhere. Six, uh, six says, uh, I think enhancement cores should be used for masterwork items and blues should dismantle into something used. For- not a question. Not even going to finish reading your freaking sentence. Submit questions. It's called Q&A. Yeah, that's the actual Kim.com. Kim.com, isn't the grind one of the main reasons why people come back every day to play the game? If everyone gets instant cheap infusion or max level easily, what does that mean for the grind? There's no, there, there needs to be uh, work and effort to level up and you appreciate when you get to max light. Okay, I got, I got, I think I got a pretty good answer for you. I, don't, I hope you're still here, Kim. Okay. Um, uh, first... Luke Smith indicated in his director's cut that hitting max level is something that will take two to three weeks for a very, like, progression-focused player, okay? So that that's how long they envision that taking. So that's not going to be super easy. Second, lowering the cost of infusion does not speed up leveling. Those two are actually not connected. So, because you can infuse nothing or infuse everything, and you and your buddy are leveling up at the same speed, because your drops dictate your level. So you don't infuse anything, and you're just using blue sidearms and blue trash weapons that are dropping. You don't care. You're not infusing anything. I'm infusing everything. We're leveling up at the exact same speed. Because it's determined by the drops, not by the cost of infusion. Does that make sense? Because, like, I have tons of currency, and I just spend it every time. If we're playing the same activities and getting the same power bumps... 
I, you're not speeding up leveling by making infusion cheaper. So the two are not logically connected. I, a lot of people think that and they and they take that line of reasoning, but it just isn't true. So, given what Luke Smith said about hitting max level, a casual player is going to take, I would say, five weeks to hit max level on a character. Nate, you know what I'm saying? Because really, to level up efficiently, you got to be using multiple characters. So the whole thing slows down significantly for, for, for a more casual player. So when he says two to three weeks to hit max level, that's 950, 960... A, a casual player is going to take a really, really long time to get there. It's a medium goal in Luke Smith's mind, and he said this medium goal would be achieved by a progression-focused player in two to three weeks. So, I'm not arguing for leveling to be super fast. I also think that leveling doesn't need to be super slow either. I love that Luke said it's a medium goal. Why? Because ultimately, you just want to get people to max level and have them start grinding for loot. That's the real endgame grind. What, every season do you take some sort of just pure, just long drawn out joy in leveling up? You want it to extend beyond two and three weeks? I don't think so. I think most people would agree with that. If you're really focused on leveling, hitting it in two to three weeks, I I think is pretty good. If it extends beyond that for a hardcore player, it gets absurd. And then it gets absurd. Because then you're, you're not even letting people get into the end game. Because think about it. The hardest difficulty in the Nightmare Hunt is 950. It's 950. So, like, if you're extending 950 beyond, right? If you're extending it beyond, then that, that you're just people aren't even getting to the, to, to the end game for a really long time. You're starting to buck up against, like, the middle of the season at that point. Uh, G. Kyung, G. Kyung says, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have to, I have to think about something here. I got to watch the clock. Hang on. I need to watch the clock for a bounty because I might put myself up against a bad situation here. Let me read this thing. I have until noon Pacific. So three. So we got to start the bounty at two. So we can only do Q and a for 15 more minutes. Okay. I don't like chopping Q and a, but I will, I, I will literally miss the window on the bounty. <clears throat> Should they make infusing from blue green very cheap, but keep the infusing cost high from purple? I no, that isn't even a thing. There's no green anymore. White and greens are gone. The, it's just blues and purples. Once new light, once new light in Shadowkeep land. Bubba J one seventeen. If infusion does become just glimmer, what would the primary object be? I already asked. I already answered this about the other materials. Uh, hey Lono, how do you think Bungie can change infusion without making it too easy too often? We've already answered this a bunch today. That's very generic. Uh, instant gratification from Kim.com says instant gratification would be poison for the game. Without efforts to level up and infuse, the appreciation of the game may diminish and be counterproductive for the community. In reality, we are talking about a couple of days of grinding to level up. No, we're not. According to Luke Smith, and of course, Bungie wants you to try to make new weapons and armor when you are new and leveling up. Oh, try new things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that better for player education about the game in, in, in general? Lowering cost of infusion is not instant gratification. I 
I, I completely disagree. If that's your summary of my argument, that I'm arguing for instant gratification, I wholeheartedly disagree with you. I consistently kept coming back and saying, endgame grind of going for perfect stat rolls on armor, getting getting things up to level 10 on your armor 2.0, going for god rolls on the new guns, grinding the new weapons and forging the new weapons with Eris Morn, doing the new nightmare hunt, uh, doing the new raid, uh, doing the new vex incursions. That is all the new, that's the new stuff, that's the new grind. And I will never, ever argue for instant gratification. It will take so, so stinking long for people to get the exact stats on armor with the exact mods and loadout that they want that is going to take a significant amount of time lowering costs of infusion is not an argument for instant gratification it's an argument for accessibility and upward mobility so they can enjoy the loot that they've earned allowing somebody to equip gear they've earned is not is not instant gratification I disagree with that as a summary of my argument it's not I have a shotgun that I like using. I would like to equip it and infuse it up to my current level. I want that to be super, super easy. It shouldn't be super costly. That's not instant gratification. God rolls stat rolls on armor, investment in armor 2.0, God rolls on weapons. That is is something I will never argue against. That's one of the greatest, greatest value points in Destiny right now. Another one from Kim.com. If I was a new player, I wouldn't care much about infusion because I would want to use and try each new weapon that drops for me during leveling. For a new player, constant infusion keeps you from trying out new weapons. Every new weapon that drops will be exciting for new players to use, don't you think? No, because you end up with a lot of duplicate blues. You end up with a lot of duplicate blues. Once you get that same blue weapon, that, that shotgun, what's it called? The Badlander? No, it's not the Badlander, the Outlander, whatever it's called. There's a blue shotgun. There's a blue, uh, there's blue sidearms, and you you see them multiple times as you're leveling because the blue, the Botharian, yeah, the the, the Botharation or whatever it's called. There are blue items. The blue pool is is a lot more narrow. The blue pool of gear is a lot more narrow. So you end up you, you end up like trying it, and then you know the next time you get that blue item, you've you've already tried it, right? You're, you're only going to get so many cupbearer rocket launchers before you just realize, like, I don't really like using that rocket launcher, or you do. Let's say you do. Well, then you obviously just swap out the, you know, for the next one. But infusion, I think, will be a very quick desire from a player. All it takes is one decent legendary for them to get. All it takes is one. One decent legendary, and the current cost of infusion will become a significant fr- point of frustration with them. Also consider legendary armor. Legendary armor. Who wants to put on blue armor? It doesn't have as much stuff. It's not armor 2.0. Like, again, infusion of the armor is going to be another thing. We keep talking about guns, but we're not talking about the armor. Dan the Noob. Do you think Bungie should simplify currency across the board? Glimmer has no real value other than lockouts, and things like shards materials have too many uses and no actual patterns uh, which does that. Should they simplify currency across the board? We've already gotten this question in a variety of ways. It would be nice to see them simplify some of the currency. Yes. Subaru, as much as I hate to recommend this, as I also believe everything should just cost glimmer, if Bungie doesn't want to go that route, would it make it easier on the player if instead of dupe infusing, would it be same gun type infusion? I mean, this would help a little bit. So if you have a shotgun that you really like, you're just waiting for a shotgun to drop. Any blue shotgun will do, and then you can infuse for just glimmer. 
this could be a step in that direction. I wouldn't mind them creating a little bit of a hierarchy, like, well, this is the blue sidearm, and if you want to infuse infuse this blue sidearm into your legendary shotgun, it's going to cost glimmer and, like, one legendary shard. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it could cost a little bit more than shotgun to shotgun. I'd be okay with that. Anything that gets us to a place where people don't feel like they're getting completely raked over the coals just to equip the gear that they want. Uh, synthetics. Why not make gunsmith actually useful? Give him seasonal levels and you pay him gunsmith materials to infuse. This, uh, the further you level him throughout the season, the cheaper the infusion becomes. I don't know if you want... Making me go see an NPC in the tower to infuse seems like a terrible idea. I love your idea about him having a seasonal goal, a, a seasonal rank, and having a purpose outside of just, like, standing there and saying that he forgot what he was doing and keep that thing oiled, Guardian, like... But making me go to the gunsmith to infuse just doesn't sound good at all to me. Uh, Comet Warrior. Do you find it odd that they featured the EP armor many times in Shadowkeep trailers? Do you think they're hinting at something? I'm wondering if the uh, the challenge next week is going to let us get armor 2.0 early, but only one armor piece a week. That allows you to get four more armor, pe- four armor pieces leading up to Shadowkeep. That keeps us engaged and interested, and it's a hint of things to come in Destiny uh, Shadowkeep, which is the the uh that's a, that's a hint of the systems to come in shadow keep but it's not a full set you know what i mean uh ic007 what do they do what are they going to do with tokens going forward i, I don't know easy e only slightly related but do you think that taking a 10 energy masterwork armor piece and infusing it into 5 energy uh will cause you to completely lose the other 5 yeah i don't think they're going to do that I don't think they're going to do that. If, and this is on you, right? If you're going to take the time to spend enhancement prisms and ascendant shards into something to take it all the way up to level 10, infusing that into something else, I don't think it's going to transmit the, the masterwork level. I don't think they're going to do that. Because, And I know you're thinking, oh, well, stuff can drop along the masterwork level. You can get something to drop like masterwork level 7 or something on the armor. They said that, right? And then you infuse it and you get the masterwork level. Uh, I just don't think so. I don't think they're going to do that. Bumble 17. Uh, if enhancement cores maintain a feature in infusion, given the potential cost of armor 2.0, is there a risk that casual players will stick with current armor rather than spend cores on armor 2.0 the, or, or if the choice is to infuse guns? Oh, this is actually a good question. If enhancement cores maintain a feature in infusion, given the potential cost of armor 2.0, is there a risk that casual players will just stick with current armor rather than spend cores on 2.0? yeah there's a possibility there yes yes because they could be like I just I never have enhancement cores again you're putting another barrier in front of the player this is so good that he brought this up you're putting another barrier between the player and enjoying a value point of shadow keep it's another barrier oh man armor 2.0 raising the level of my armor that sounds awesome there's another barrier if they're infusing their guns you just evaporated all their enhancement cores now they can't even try out armor 2.0 another great point he expects world's first team to be using current armor yeah that's four days after Shadowkeep launches that's not engaging with the argument here the argument here is new players coming in or more casual players coming in are going to basically be still spending their 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 dwindling enhancement cores on infusing their guns and infusing their armor which grates against them using it and master working the armor that's such a good point that value point will get short-circuited because people are like well I can never do it or when I finally get to do it, it's it it's so far into the season I don't even feel like it. 
New players coming in won't have access to current armor. Oh, 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 right, right, right. No, that's a good, that's a good feed piece of feedback and correction on this perspective. He's saying casual players, though, in the question. The play, the question's focusing on casuals. Casuals are just as much of a concern as new, new players, by the way. Uh, Shadow, what are your thoughts on just using a gun and armor over time to level it? We already had this question. Uh, the Archon Lord. Hey, Lono, New Light gives all year one content uh, and worlds to explore. They also are bringing all items up to 750. If they don't buy anything at all, no Forsaken, will they need to infuse or will they have anything drop above 750? I actually don't know the answer to this question, but because I think the season does bring, a, does bring a power boost for free, but if it doesn't, again, the point of New Light is to get people in the game and have them enjoying it, so then they jump into Shadowkeep. And if new players jump into Shadowkeep and they just spent money, they're going to be really frustrated by the infusion costs. Mythological figure. Bungie said if you can earn it, then it'll be armor 2.0. Does that mean blue armor will be 2.0? or No, just legendaries. They qualify that as legendaries, I think, in at least one or two statements. Only legendary armor drops as armor 2.0, not blue. So, we actually made it to question 55. That actually is the final question, just in time for me to end this. If you're here live, don't go anywhere. We got a really, really cool thing we're going to get to do here in just a second. If you enjoyed the interactive podcast, if you enjoyed this segment and me going back and forth with the community, remember to click follow on my channel. That's a free and easy way to support me. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube. You can always catch me live with the link below, twitch.tv slash As always, please like, share, and subscribe.